Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, this is Dr. Pat. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show on Transformation Talk Radio. We've got a great show for you today. Um, I am so thrilled to have Adam Kirk Smith joining me here today. And, you know, Benny, this is about fighting fear and find the bravest you. Uh, the book that, um, you, you know, the book that Adam has has written is The Bravest You. Five steps to fight your biggest fears, find your passion, and unlock your extraordinary life. Today, we're going to talk about what is the breakthrough bravery system. You know, what can we do to really address the fact that we might just have some fears? We might just have some things that are getting in the way of us living the lives we want to live. And so when you think about that, you might think about, why Adam wrote this book. You know, he is an entrepreneur, life coach, consultant, motivational speaker, phenomenal blog, um, asmithblog.com, 70,000 unique monthly readers. But why is it? What is he tapping into? Also been named one of the most influential people of 2014 by American Genius. He has written for Entrepreneur, Success Magazine, and many others. When you think about him, you think about why people are so tapped in to his message. And that's what I want to say. What is the message and what are we listening to hear? Adam, it's great to have you on the show. Welcome to the show. It's great to be here, Pat. This is, this is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, it, it is, you know, what you've put in the book and what you're writing about is not just touching, you know, our minds in the world we live in today, but it's really touching our hearts. So here's what I want to ask you. Given all that you've done, all that you are, fabulous, successful person, what are some of the challenges and obstacles that you personally had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? You know, interesting you would uh, ask that question because that's exactly why I wrote this book, I would say the number one obstacle was fear. Uh, mm-hmm. I lived, I lived with fear, uh, you know, well into, you know, in my twenties, figuring things out. Um, and the reason I had to write this book, you know, not only for myself, because I believe that people can only write about or speak about what what they experience or, or what they live. You know, if you actually haven't done it or haven't experienced it, it's hard to capture the essence or, or capture the feeling that you have when experiencing those things. So my first book, not only because of my own journey, but because so I, 
my book from start to finish took four years to write, but the first two two years of it, again, you said I was a, a coaching consultant speaking to uh, about 350 people over two years. The thing that the common thread between almost everybody, I would say a good 90% was some form of fear that they were facing that was mm-hmm. keeping them from their definition of success, whatever that might be. Um, and so, yeah, I would say the the biggest hurdle, the biggest thing keeping me back along my journey um, was fear. It wasn't, you know, another thing was time, which I also talk about a lot in the book because a lot of our fears are related to um, either a conceived lack of time or a, or the reality of, of a lack of time. Um, finances at one point stood in the way, but I would say the number one thing yeah. is fear. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it's interesting that we talk about that. We talk about it in a lot of different ways. You know, first of all, what I, what I want to say about it is I think all of us have been able to experience it somewhere along the, along the way. You know what I mean? I mean, I can think of the scariest times in my life and there may or may not be what was scary to you or scary to (laughs) other people. Right. Because we're all different. Right. Right. We're all different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And in the book, I give exercises for that reason. You know, the the reason why coaching and consulting works is because I get to sit down one-on-one with people and find out where they're coming from. But writing a a self-help book or a business book or, you know, whatever genre you want to put it in, um, it's it's really hard because you don't exactly know where people are coming from. So exercises in the book really help it become relatable uh, to each specific person and helps them find exactly what their fears are. And, uh, yeah, we all experience different fears. Um, that's one thing about talking to people and allowing vulnerability mm-hmm. to take place and conversations to take place. We, we have to have these necessary conversations because uh, without it, we, we keep our fears silent. We keep to ourselves. And anytime that that happens, anytime that we allow our fears to remain only in, inside of us and, and not talked about, well, we, we feel like we're the only ones that are facing those fears. And in reality, uh, many times, while you mentioned that, you know, not all our fears are the same, many times the fears are the same. And talking yeah. about it uh, to other people will put the light on that and allow us to yeah. to walk through life together. And, you know, doing life alone is, is never healthy. We have to no. surround ourselves with friends and family. And, um, you know, if, if people need counseling, then that's, you know, it's important to reach out mm-hmm. and get help, whatever whatever that fear may be, whatever that situation may be. Well, you know, I, one of the things I've said time and time and uh, again, I mean, I've been doing this 14 years, is that if we were meant to solve things alone, I think each of us would have been given our own planet. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then we can kind of sit there, like, yep. on our own planets and mm-hmm. do what you would do by yourself on your own planet. Um, what I what I want to ask you about is, is someone made a comment to me the other day, and I wanted to to hear your thoughts on this. You know, what they said to me was that we live in a world now where the degree of fear has never been greater. And mm-hmm. I turned to them and I said, "Well, how do you know that?" 
I said, how do mm-hmm. we know the degree of fear? I said, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my grandpa I, uh, over there in, in Italy under Mussolini. I, and I said, you know, they, them people were, they were like really afraid. There was like a real fear of things. How do we know that? And that's the question I would ask you. Is there mm-hmm. an acceleration in fear? Or maybe there is an acceleration in courage that's showing the contrast. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, to debate whether one fear is, <laughs> is greater than another. Is, right. You know, it's, to go back to, let's say, Martin Luther King not too long ago, but mm-hmm. during, you know, those years, that was quite the uh, um, quite the situation. I think the thing that is propelling making more people aware is, is how readily available social media is and yeah. media is, um, whereas... You know, in the 40s and 50s, we were able to be more present in our, not more, not able to, but we were more forced to because of the way media worked in our communities and in our cities. And the way media works now, so readily available, we can go to our Facebook stream and see what's happening at that moment in any city in the world. And I think, I think that is what's amplifying things. Um, but to really, you know, say that, um, this is the most fearful Mm -hmm. time. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think that that is fair to (laughs) all the many situations that happened in the past. Now I do believe, um, you know, courage looks different in this day and age where I wrote this book is for everyday, uh, courage when the, um, um, when you look at war and, and, when a draft happens and, you know, during the time of the Holocaust and I, I just mentioned Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. And, and racism, um, when we were breaking through that, um, you know, obviously with the happenings in the world, racism is still happening uh, oh, yeah. today. But, um, you know, the, I think courage might might look a, like look a little different from every day to um those times because we mm-hmm. we were in war uh we are in war not on our soil but um in in you know different places afghanistan right. and such right. uh, you know i i think it it looks a little different for each person um mm-hmm. and it, it's what courage is and that's yeah. really what this book is about but i yeah i yeah I, I would just say that underlying message there to that question is i think it's more being amplified than ever before for sure yeah yeah, and you know, it's funny, we're talking about this today, because um, I was, uh, and this is not funny, I was watching the memorial service uh, that uh, Heather Heyer's mother um, spoke in Charlottesville. My family's from the South, <clears throat> from that area, from Virginia, mm-hmm. and so, um, you know, I have a cute, an acute attachment relationship to that area. But I loved what she said. And, you know, there are moments in our lives, and this is what I want to talk about when we come back. There are moments in our lives, and some people say those moments define us. Mm -hmm. Um, you, You know, bravery and the bravest you and the way you talk about it speaks volumes to how we can show up in life. Regardless of our circumstances, you know, Viktor Frankl is somebody that I've read thoroughly to understand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, because I want to understand, 
You know, I <laughs> want to understand how to be more like that. And today, what I heard gave me a new perspective on things from a mother who who showed up in public today, probably took a couple of sheets out of your book here. You know, <laughs> could it, could it, we could have looked at a couple of things here um, yep. and made a simple statement. And we'll talk about that when we come back. The Bravest You, we've got several copies to give away. Adam Kirksmith joining me here today when we come back. I'm going to tell you how you can get involved with what Adam's doing as well as his social media websites, get a copy of the book. And when we come back, we're going to give you a copy of the book. We'd love to give it away. 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. The bravest you is waiting for you. We'll be right back. can be a part of one of the most powerful programs to help create a more joyful, loving, abundant, and peaceful world. Every day at 12 noon in any time zone, join millions of other people around the world to spend a few minutes in joy, love, and gratitude. Brought to you by Robert Schoenfeld, host of the Art of Powerful Living Radio. Together, we can raise the vibration of the planet. For more information, visit globalmomentofjoy.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Discover the healing medicine from the giant monkey tree frog, Cambo. Cambo practitioner Ginny Rutherford and professional psychic Todd Rolson have come together for lively discussions of alternative healing medicines from the Amazon. Ginny and Todd bring you Cambo Talk Radio. Tune in each Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific to hear from guests all over the world with real life stories and the medicinal benefits of Cambo. For more information, visit CamboKiss.com. Tune in to Mainstream Metaphysics Radio to harness your connection with the universe to effect change for optimal success and happiness. Name one of the country's top psychics. Eve now brings her insights and gifts to this weekly hit call-in show. Joined by visionaries, leaders, and gifted others, but mostly you. Jot it down. Thursdays, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit spiritfireretreatcenter.com. Amber Teal, founder of The Healthy Edge, is bringing you the hit show Healthy Edge Radio, living with power, passion, and purpose. Amber provides the support and tools necessary for you to finally release the weight and emotions that are hidden beneath the weight. 
Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information on how you can take the next step with Amber, visit GetTheHealthyEdge.com. Everybody, it's so great to have Adam joining us here today. Adam Kirk Smith, author of The Bravest You, but also more importantly, you want to connect with Adam. He has created uh, just so many ways for you to do that. Um, uh, Adam, let's just take a minute before we kind of jump ahead and let folks know how can they find out more about you? Website, how can they get a hold of you? I know on Twitter, all of the above. Let's just get people connected. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Um, asmithblog.com is the blog. Uh, that's the main hub. I'm asmithblog everywhere else on social media. Twitter is what I like to use the most, but Facebook, Instagram, whatever, wherever people are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the book, The Bravest You, the easiest place to send people is just Amazon. Um, go to amazon.com and type in The Bravest You, and the book will pop up. And I'd love for everybody to to read it. I think it's it's needed. I, I spent four years on it and, um, you know, I didn't, didn't spend four years on it just for giggles. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it, I think it'll help people. I really do. So. Yeah. And boy, it's timely. I mean, it's interesting when we start a project that's years prior to yeah. when it actually, you know, comes to the forefront, but you know, this is really, and what you've written here is really a blueprint for our time, I believe. Um, you know, there are several things I wanted to talk about, but I wanted to kind of jump to the five stages of the bravery process for a minute. And I don't know that we'd have time to talk about all of them, but I do want to talk about several of them. Mm-hmm. Um, one in particular, I was shocked to even find it in here and then really happy. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> I, I really was. It was like, what? I had to go back and say, the power of using your intuition to fight fear. Yeah. I love yeah, I that. I, I've yeah. done 9,000 interviews, and I have just not seen that. Right. You know, the when I came across that, you know, I was talking about research. Uh, the power of intuition, you know, it, listening to your gut, uh, some people put it, but we all have experiences. We all have different upbringings. You know, uh, my upbringing is different from every listener, Um, but our experiences, our prior happenings in our lives happen for a reason. I'm a, I'm a huge believer in, and so intuition, you know, our gut, if you want to call it, our intuition is formed by our knowledge and our prior experiences. And so what we go through kind of gives us a, um, you know, a, a set of guidelines for how we look at the world, not only how we look at the world, but uh, what we do with things in the future. And so many times our our fears are related to our ignorance of happening. Um, you know, we haven't experienced it. We haven't um, even tried to learn about it. We haven't practiced something. 
you know, we can only get better the more we do it. Uh, an example I give um, about practice is me in public speaking. I hated public mm-hmm. speaking. I hated getting in front of people, but I had to practice, you know. <laughs> Um, I'm definitely better after doing a hundred times than, than one time. And so, you know, um, this, the intuition thing, our gut, it really helps us with those things prior to doing them prior to, um, you know, maybe learning about them when we have to make these quick reactions, quick decisions, it's our intuition that tells us Mm -hmm. what to do, what's, what's the right thing to do um, in that, in that time. And so, you know, as much as we like to plan life out, I'm a planner, um, you know, things come up quickly and it's that intuition that, uh, that way in which we ought to go, that voice inside of us, um, that's telling us what to do. And even when fear comes, this intuition comes and helps us know, you know, when we don't have all the facts yet, and, and, you know, even when we like to have the facts, even when the facts are looking right back at us, uh, things yeah. still, um, we yeah. might not still be looking at everything, but our intuition will help guide us. And uh, yeah. many times it's that we're not aware um, enough. We're not present in life mm-hmm. enough. Uh, we really need to stop and, and take notice of the things that we've been through. Mm-hmm. Um and the things that are happening around us, uh, be fully engaged in life rather than just passing by quickly. Um, I think we will gather, uh, you know, better answers, better reactions, better actions yeah. when we're when we're fully present, and then use our intuition to to help fight our fears. Uh, you know, and I love this because I, and why is it that I resonate with some things that more than others, right? You know, I read your book and there's much more I could talk to you about, but you may not know this. Benny has heard me say this a million times. The only reason that you and I are talking today is because in 2003, I dialed a wrong phone number. I didn't hang up. And within 10 minutes, I spent $15,000 to buy one hour of air on an internet only network. Now, nobody in their right mind with a half a brain would do anything like that. You understand that that was That's looking, pretty cool. It is cool. <laughs> I didn't know because that story. That, that, is, that, that is, is very neat. It's the same thing, though. This station here, uh, three months later, I think KKNW said, well, we heard about your show. You're not going to believe this. I can remember Eric Kramer's words. You're not going to believe this. A Monday through Friday spot at 10 o'clock just became available. I'll, I'll oh, never wow. forget that. And now we have Monday through Friday, 10 to noon, and we're on close to um, 200 other channels in the US, 25 in Australia, because of that one phone number. But I wanna talk about what happens after the fact. You dial the number, you take action, and you start to find that you're doing something you love. I'm not a broadcast person, Adam. I mean, I had just finished going to school for a PhD in psychology. The show wasn't Mm -hmm. even called Dr. Pat. It was called Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. Oh, wow. My, (laughs) My friends wanted to commit me. So here's the question. I got scared. I didn't get scared because I intuitively knew. I want to ask you, 
how <laughs> does other people's fear affect our bravery trajectory and what can we do about it? How does the fear of other people around us affect? Yeah, like you. It's like, Adam, really? You're going to write this book? Why are you doing that? I mean, why would you, you know, that kind of stuff like that. Seriously, you're supposed to be working for Deloitte and Tushin, that big fat quarter of a million a year plus bonus job. What? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, speaking to that specifically, I think we have to be very in tune with with who we have around us and, and, you know, the, the people we're allowing to speak in our lives, not only that, but then also what I heard there is, you know, you need to help people. You needed to help people. You're, you're, um, you needed to get that voice out, what was inside you. And this goes back to the bravery process. You know, the bravery process begins, um, with complacency. And I hope we have time to kind of Yes. Shuffle through this real quick, but do it. Um, Let's do know. it. Okay, awesome. <laughs> and you know, with with complacency in my own life, the way the way it looked um, was that you know I knew what I ought to do, but I wasn't doing it because I was playing life safe. Um, and then you know the the idea comes. In your case, it was the the radio show. Um, and then fears came, right? I mean, yeah. exactly what you were saying. But your passion um, to do uh, the radio show, to get your voice out there, the passion, all the reasons that you could, the only way that you did what you did was all the voices saying all the reasons you could became louder than yeah. all the reasons you couldn't, right? Yeah. And so um, passion through my research, you know, the, the 350 people that I talked to, my research through just reading and and talking to people in my own life, passion really is the only way um, to get people from the the third stage of fear to the fifth stage of bravery. It's it's something that is so necessary. So it's important that um, you know that's that's a very unique thing that was inside you to to buy that spot. Uh, to put on a radio show, you know, not everybody would do that, but that's you felt inside you that was the right thing to do, even though fear came. Your your passion to do it, your passion to to better the world, to to help other people, to, became louder, and that's a, that's a beautiful thing. We we all need to be mm-hmm. aware of those inklings that that come in our lives. Um, yeah, those those yeah. voices that that tell us, hey, you you might need to check this out. I, I believe they're there for a reason, not to just ignore it's it's when people stop becoming curious is is when there's trouble we we have to remain curious about those those things that um speak to us and and dive in you know that's that's the reason that that good books are written that good Mm -hmm. radio shows are put on is you know the reason we keep asking questions the the reason we keep helping people um it's important to help people but we're curious of how people work how uh you know what makes people tick um, and what what helps people? We're we're mm-hmm. curious of those things. Yeah, I I love this. This morning, you and I were talking about Susan Bro, who um, the mother of of Heather Heather Heyer, um, and she said to this, and I love that she said this because this is something I learned after I got sick shortly after doing it. Say to yourself, what can I do to make a difference? Mm-hmm. And what I'd like to say about it. 
then do it. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Adam's going to help us in doing just that. How do we just do it? Is it that simple? Or maybe we got to look at what the fear of inadequacy, failure, a few of these things. Do you know what I mean? The all-time favorite rejection. And what about the fear of missing out? One of my favorite that he's got in the book. That's why we can't turn off our phones. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Laura Richer, host of On The Verge Radio. Sometimes you hear encouraging messages like transform your life now, become empowered, create the life you crave, and it all seems overwhelming and you're not sure where to start. I'm here to tell you that self-improvement is not always fun and easy, but it is always worth it. The path to creating positive changes begins with releasing the things that have been holding you back. Then you can create a life that inspires you. I know this because I've done it. You can find out more about what I do by visiting my website, seattlehealinghypnosis.com. I look forward to supporting you on your journey. Tune in each month to Synergenetic Living Radio, where Rick and Grace Paris discuss the synergenetic way of life, what it means to truly change your perspective in life, what it means to take control of your life and manifest your true desires. For more information on Rick and Grace Paris and Synergenetic Living, check out SynergeneticLiving.com. Get clear on the life you desire and the current life you are creating and what is between the two. Synergenetic Living, living life loud. Discover the healing medicine from the giant monkey tree frog, Cambo. Cambo practitioner Ginny Rutherford and professional psychic Todd Rolson have come together for lively discussions of alternative healing medicines from the Amazon. Ginny and Todd bring you Cambo Talk Radio. Tune in each Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific to hear from guests all over the world with real life stories and the medicinal benefits of Cambo. For more information, visit CamboKiss.com. Known for his keen sense of humor, contagious smile, and extensive esoteric wisdom, EJ translates deep spiritual wisdom into practical advice to empower you to live your happiest, most fulfilled experience. Mystic Living Radio, deep spiritual wisdom, practical advice with EJ, Eliyahu Jian. This hit show delivers profound experiences for all who want to live life to their deepest desires. Tune in monthly for Mystic Living Radio. Learn more by visiting vitaltransformation.org. Do you want to heal your body and mind? Your body has a lot to tell you if you just learn to listen to your intuition. Audrey Michelle, host of Rewired Life Radio, can help you peel away the layers that are holding you back from living your best life. Tune in to Rewired Life Radio. Learn to love, heal, celebrate on Transformation Talk Radio every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Connect with Audrey at AudreyMichelle.com. Hey, 
everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm so thrilled to have my very special guest today, author of The Bravest You, um, Five Steps to Fight Your Biggest Fears, Find Your Passion, and Unlock Your Extraordinary Life. Let's go ahead. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Let's give a copy of the book away. Um, Adam, if you could one more time, how can people get a copy of the book? How can they follow you on social media? And also, you have an incredible blog. Yeah, thanks for uh, letting me do that. It's asmithblog.com. That's my main hub. I'm asmithblog everywhere else, such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And then the book you can find, the easiest way to tell people is just to go to amazon.com, type in The Bravest You, and I'll be the first book that pops up. And uh, yeah, I uh, appreciate it if if you at least consider picking up a copy, because I really do think yeah. it'll help. Yeah, I agree. I really do think it'll help. I mean, just myself in reading it, you know, there are a few things I picked up here to help with the decision that I have to make in moving forward. Um, I, before the break, I mentioned a bunch of fears, but there's one here in particular I think is a fear of our time. See, I don't think this fear, I think it existed back in the day, as Benny likes to say, but not the way it does now. I think it is compelling. I think it's almost, you know, pandemic. I think we have a scenario with it uh, that has gone beyond anything that even me with my big PhD in psychology can't really talk about. The fear of missing out. I, I am amazed you put this in here. The fear of missing out. I observed a family at dinner the other night. None of them could stop looking on their phones. What is yeah. happening here with this? Yeah, I mean, there's there's different opinions on this. You know, one mm-hmm. side says that social media, you know, before social media, people would, uh, you know, stare off into space instead of talking to, to someone else. Social media is just making people happy mm-hmm. <laughs> in the meantime. And then on the other side of this is where me and you stand because, I mean, we need <laughs> to learn how to talk to people again, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's keeping us from interacting, communicating, relationship in real life, and it can trick us into thinking as good and well as online relationships are, there's no substitute for the in real life, in person, sitting down with somebody, looking at them in the eyes, talking to them, being there for someone. Because what happens is, you know, what I tried to convey in this book, you know, it's not find passion and life will be a-okay. You know, <laughs> things happen, as, as we've already talked about. Yeah. Um, and when we create in-real-life relationships, when we talk to people one-on-one, it gives people the opportunity to be there for us, not only in the good, but in the bad, too. And I can think of many times in my own life, and we've already talked about you know, when you got sick, you know, if yeah. those people in our life around us weren't there um, in those in those times, then, you know, I don't I don't know where I would be. I don't you know, and I'm sure you're the same way. We, oh, we yeah. need people to lean on in those times. And so while talking about the positive parts of life are what I like to focus on because negativity feels yuck, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's much easier to just talk about the good and uh, we have to talk about the bad as well, um, because we're humans and, and we have emotions and they run through us. And that's what 
you know, that's, that's where fear comes from. That's where, um, we're, we're emotional beings and talking about intuition before we can tap into these emotions. They're important to pay attention to, you know, and, and, um, you know, while there are times to grieve, we can embrace that, but we also need to, to embrace the other side of that too, and positivity and things that we of course can feed ourselves with. Uh, so, but the fear of missing out why I wrote about it, um, is because, you know, I start that chapter off with my own life and there was a time in my life where I was just addicted and it was at the beginning where, you know, I was starting to see some momentum, um, with social media and online and, and people showing up and, and, you know, I, I was basically rating some of my self-worth by the amount of likes and, and, um, you know, retweets I was getting, which is ridiculous. But um, if I'm honest about it, that's where I was finding some, um, you know, that that people liked my stuff, and I was starting to find my, uh, what I said before, self-worth in, in yeah. that stuff. And if we're not careful, we will continue down that road. And, and you know, we have to be comfortable in our own skin. We have to know who we are, that, that we, um, you know, don't need to compare ourselves to others to, to find joy. We, we can be, you know, (laughs) happy, complete beings. And so, but, but I took to fight that fear of missing out at first. I took a month off social media. I came back and it started again. And then I took three months off and then I noticed it was still there. And then yeah. I ended up taking close to a year off of social media because uh, my soul, my my self-worth was, was more important than it. It would be very hard at this point because it has grown over the years um, to, to walk away. You know, somebody listening might be, well, I've built my business or, or I've yeah. built something. Um, on social media, I can't really walk away from my business. I would just say be more intentional um, with, you know, like you said, putting the phones down at dinner. Yeah. Or the the main thing about this discussion here is we just need to be present in whatever we're doing. I'm not saying mm-hmm. don't work on social media. It's just right. if you're going to work on social media and, and be on there, then go beyond there. But if you're going to be with people, be with people. Mm-hmm. And um, we have to be more intentional. I think it's important to block off time, you know, but it, we've all been there in that conversation when someone's looking at their phone and, and not at us. And, and it, it doesn't feel very respectful of, of time. You know, I, I just, I, I want to see your eyes. I want to know that you're engaged in the conversation, mm-hmm. but and, yeah. and social media is fun. I just don't schedule time with me. If, if, if you're planning on that being your time, go, go do it elsewhere. If, if all that makes sense, it's, it's yeah. kind of a, a lot to talk about on that conversation, but um, it's definitely something in this day and age that that people need to talk about. I agree with you. Um, I think the other thing too is in this day and age we live in, our our access to information. Literally, for me, having access to information over the internet. Uh, save my life. And I don't, I don't mean like metaphorically, I mean, medically finding Mm. Dr. Nusheen Darvish in Bellevue because the angel lady thought I should look somebody up that has T3 saved my life. 
you know, so there are things about this, finding you, being able to have this conversation with you, and now reading your book. I mean, these are things that will help us to do great things in the world. One thing in the book I did want to get to, and people would be saying, well, Pat, you didn't talk about this. Benny and I have talked about change. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. You covered it's it inevitable. in the book. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's inevitable. No matter how much we want to stop change, it just keeps happening, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. What's the saying that I came up with? It was really corny. I got like the corny award for it is, uh, oh, change is inevitable, but transformation is optional. And uh, mm-hmm. somebody said to me, is that a quote for you, Pat? I said, yeah, that's a Pat quote. And yeah. I'm going to have to post that. But the point is, this fear of change, I, yeah. you have done a brilliant job of laying this out. How did you become such an expert in this? You know, it, um, <laughs> I spent... <laughs> I spent a lot of time on it. I think if people spent more time talking to people and thinking about it and researching it, they could produce better work. But going back to the the fear of missing out, the social media is keeping people from putting mm-hmm. forth their, their best effort and um, learning how to prioritize and, and getting back to what is important. Um, you know, many times people are much more capable than they give themselves credit for, but they fill them their schedules with the things that don't matter. And mm-hmm. um, it, it comes as, as cliche as this is, it, it really does come back to making what's important, important again. Um, priorities matter. They just, they just do. <laughs> you know, so. In your journey, you've gotten feedback from the book. You get feedback from pretty much almost everything you post. What would you say is the bravest, if you could pick something, a, a, let's just call it a collective bravest, what would mm. you say that you found now in humanity that you would put on the top three bravest acts Oh, that's a big question, isn't that? Should we wow, go to break and come back? Let's go to break yeah. when we come back. Yeah, I got. I just discovered that is a really big question. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. I'm much too fast to take that test. Change it. Introducing the Lucid Planet, a digital gathering place featuring cutting-edge, high-vibrational content that will empower and inspire you to become the greatest version of yourself. Visit the Lucid Planet today to stimulate your mind, body, and soul as you connect with a global community of like-minded people. The Lucid Planet is edited by renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly Neff, who is here to help you cope with anxiety, connect to your higher purpose, uncover your true passions, and live your dreams. Dr. Kelly's fresh, compassionate perspective emphasizes growth, transformation, healing, and thriving, even in the face of adversity. Say goodbye to bad news and low vibrational media for good and become part of the larger collective of people working together to navigate the global shift of consciousness and transform the world from within. Join the planet, the Lucid Planet. Visit thelucidplanet.com. Welcome home. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. 
Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Tune in to the hit show, Mouthing Off with Chef Rossi. Chef Rossi mouths off about different subjects in pursuit of breaking down walls and opening up your minds. She and Dr. Pat banter back and forth, taking from the headlines of the day on subjects that reach beyond what goes on in the world into your hearts. And go to theragingskillet.com to find out more and let Chef Rossi know what's on your mind. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong for the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease we are not going to let you down we're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio the message will continue the conversations will become stronger and the healing epic Yeah, now you talk about a guy that knows a little bit about change. That's David Bowie, certainly did. Thank you, Benny, for that. Um, The Bravest You, Five Steps to Fight Your Biggest Fears, Find Your Passion, and Unlock Your Extraordinary Life. Adam is joining me here today, Adam Smith. Adam, before we kind of jump into the big question, um, please, again, let folks know how they can get a copy of the book, certainly how they can follow your blog and your website. Yeah, um, asmithblog.com is the hub. Again, on social media, I'm asmithblog pretty much everywhere, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever you like to use. And then the book is The Bravest You. The easiest way to get that is to go to amazon.com and just type in The Bravest You, and I will be the first book that that pops up. Awesome. I love it. (laughs) Okay, so before the break, I was asking you a very general question, though, but the question was based on bravest things, bravest, bravest for you personally. And I ask you, do you have a top three? What might the top three be that come to mind for you today? Now, things may change. But when you think about this, you put a lot of time and energy and sweat into this book. So I know you've learned a few things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I did along the way. You know, I, the the number one thing, the most interesting thing about fear was to know. Um, first of all, before I talk about the three bravest things, is mm-hmm. to know that um, many times fear is not as big as it seems, or as we 
see it as. And Mm -hmm. a statistic that shows that comes out of the University of Cincinnati. 85% of the things we fear don't happen. 30% happened in the past. And 90% are considered insignificant. I just wanted to put that statistic out there for listeners that, um, you know, if, if they're listening to this, you know, many, many people that pick up my book, the reason to pick up my book is because someone's dealing with fear. Um, maybe someone's tuning into this because they saw that we were going to be talking about fear today and they wanted to know some things about bravery that might help them through that fear. And, um, the, I would say the most important thing, um, before trying to fight our fears is, is it starts mentally, you know, it starts with us inside of us. Many times we're our own worst enemy. And, uh, you know, this statistic is probably a little relaxing. Uh, it was to me when I saw it, that that many things uh, that we feel uh, don't even happen. And, and then many of those things even are considered insignificant. So when we look at, at fear and the way it ought to be looked at, um, you know, it it's probably not as big as, as one sees it as. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to the question. Then, uh, you know, we, we, that we talked about fear, then looking at bravery, mm-hmm. the three bravest things. Number one, how it relates is standing up for what you believe in. I mean, that, oh, is, yeah. you know, that is number one. What, <laughs> um, whatever your convictions are, whatever your, um, you know, that voice inside of you that is saying to do what is right, um, you need to you need to do it. Um, that would be the number one thing, because to, in researching this book, I looked at leaders from the past, and we can look at so many leaders, and not only leaders but people who stick out in history. And you know, I um, I want to do great things in the world, not just present, but I I want to be remembered. That you know, <laughs> um, I want to help people, but I. I you know, I want to go down. That's uh, not only am I helping people. That's the main reason that I show up every day. That's the reason I do what I do is because of people. But mm. two, um, I want to help the world uh, after I'm gone. You know, I I want these things to still be talked about. Another reason to yeah. put out a book. You know, books stay around for for a very long time. Um, but researching people throughout history, even today, the ones that that are going to be remembered are the ones who stand up for what is right, especially in the face of adversity. So um, if somebody's thinking about, one, they're, they're dealing with a lot of fear in the present moment, and it's a huge thing, um, yeah. do what's right. That would be my advice. You know, enough tactics, enough systems. Um, let's look at the facts. Uh, mm-hmm. What is right? And so... Um, that, that more times than not will give you the best answer. Um, but you know, and, and that can go with conversation that we have today about, you know, what, what's happened recently in the world, um, that can uh, talk about, you know, 50 years ago, a hundred years ago. Um, I want to be on the right side of history and, and, uh, Mm um, and I know listeners do too. And so, Yeah. Uh, when making our choices, when when doing what is right, we have to do what's right um, in that moment, and mm-hmm. um, and not only right for us, 
but doing what's right means looking at what's right for the collective group, what's right for humanity. Uh, yeah. So doing what's right, that's that's going to be the bravest thing, mm-hmm. I think, in the world, um, because many times doing what what's right is not uh, popular. Um, doing what's right is is um, is uncomfortable many times. Right. But that, I mean, we we have to do what's right, and you know the the second thing on a more practical level, on a more mm-hmm. um, individual level, um, doing doing what's right, but also doing what's necessary. So many times in my life, um, doing what's right was having that conversation that was really yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. And and might hurt someone else's feelings in that moment, but it was necessary because it was for the the greater good. And um, you know, there's there's a lot to that point. You know, we can come to people respectfully. We don't have to have hateful rhetoric. We don't have mm-hmm. to um, you know demean people in the process. But we need to do what's necessary. So that's on a more personal level. Like if if someone listening to this has been putting on the back burner that they need to have a conversation with a loved one or a friend. Um, um, You know, only you can make that decision, but I would, I would press people to have that necessary decision. So those are the two main things. There's, you know, that's a deep, that's a big question, but those are the two things that came to mind, you know, do what's right, do what's necessary and put those things together. Um, mm-hmm. You know, have the right conversation, have the necessary conversation. And yeah. um, I think, and I think those are great. I think those are great because they are direct or to the point and they give people, you know, an option to make a decision in that moment Then that they could check off a box and say, yes, I'm doing this because um, – this is right for me to do today. This is right. This is going to create a better world. And, you know, yeah. after a while, may have to practice at some of this, right? Because that's what your book helps us do. After yeah. a while, we won't have to work at it so hard, will we? <laughs> that's right. It becomes a way of life. I mean, the more you do it, the more you practice it, the more comfortable, the more exactly. uh, primary and secondary it becomes. Absolutely. Wow. What a, thank you so much, Adam, for today. Thank you for a great show. Uh, one last question I think I have time with, personal message. What would you like to leave us with today? You know, based on the book, based on everything that we've talked about today, I would just tell people to focus on all the reasons they can make those bigger than all the reasons they can't. And when they do, bravery is right around the corner. I love it. Thank you. Adam Smith, everybody, the bravest you. I'm Dr. Pat. And remember, share the wealth with people. Pass something on today that you heard to share with another person in their world to help them recognize their magnificence. We'll see you next time.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.